This is Coffee After Dark. I'm Nikolai. And I'm Sabatha. This is our first episode, and I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> do you want me to just start and do a topic? Yeah, I will, I'll just have to do lots of editing. Let's go. All right. So, something I've been wanting to tell you about is there's a coffee shop in Austin. Okay. And um, they hired a um, construction worker to be photographed. Oh, yeah? Like a model? Yes. Okay. Okay. So they created... Somebody on Twitter tweeted out that their dad asked what an influencer was. (laughs) And so they told them what an influencer was. And their dad was all, I can do that. Oh, yeah? (laughs) And so then he created an Instagram account. And um, he's a construction worker. And so he... (laughs) He posted all these photos, had all these people going, got like thousands of followers being an influencer. And then it turns out that he is for this, uh, I cannot pronounce that. Do you see it? C-U-V-E-E coffee. Oh, okay. It's in Austin. And so then it turned out that they hired a company to produce this and they paid this guy for his pictures and then they just uh, made him an influencer. So he is a real construction worker? He is a real construction worker, but he does not have control of this account. And the whole thing was set up. Right. He's just a model. Yeah. Okay. And so even the girl like that tweeted it out and everything, the whole, the whole thing was a setup. So now everybody thinks the internet is a lie. So this is a retirement plan for your dad? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see him doing that. <laughs> he could have that jolly smile with his uh, pinky in the air and a cappuccino. <laughs> but now I want to go try this coffee place. So that's seriously genius. It's like the best marketing scheme ever. I guess. I mean, it they, definitely says uh, we're... They fooled everyone. <laughs> I'm curious how many unfollows they had after it came out that it was a scam, though. Yeah, probably not that many. People don't pay attention. So oh, this go. is via BuzzFeed? Of yes, course it is. It is. Via, but... Yeah. But that's hilarious. That's such a genius marketing to create a fake influencer. They said that nobody, no influencers aligned with who went to their coffee shop. So they had to. Oh, they had to create one from scratch. Yeah. Okay. They hired a company to do it. And apparently they have a lot of construction workers that come into their coffee shop. It must be reasonably priced then. Maybe. I didn't actually Google them to see what the prices were. Mm. It's kind of a 50-50 shot in Austin if somebody's going to be reasonably priced on their coffee or overcharging. Well, you know, Austin is price gouging. Yeah. Left and right. <laughs> Do you want my next topic that sure. I've been meaning to tell you about? So, in Harry Potter, do you ever wonder why Hagrid didn't get married and have kids in it? I'm super disappointed that that I never got flushed expl- out. No, no, it does get explained in the fourth book, right? Because, uh... Him having the uh, giant genes, right? Because he's a half giant. But that doesn't mean that he couldn't find a romantic partner to have a family with. Honestly, I'm mad that Harry didn't name one of his kids after Hagrid. Yeah, but I thought that uh, Rowling was writing into it that the the wizarding world was extremely um, biased. They, she did, but that doesn't mean that Hagrid shouldn't have gotten his happy ending. I see. Oh, like at the very end of the series. No. No. (laughs) He would have made the perfect husband for somebody. No. She's going to come out next Valentine's Day that he's gay. Oh, of course. (laughs) 
Oh. He did say Dumbledore was a great man. <laughs> there you go. Secret love. <laughs> oh, God, that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the last thing I have. Do you know the uh, moral alignment charts? Have you For heard of that For Dungeons before? and Dragons? It is the um, lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know about all of that. So they came out with one for readers. Okay, yeah. And it's based off of how you use a bookmark. Okay. So lawful good uses proper leather book, bookmark. leather bookmark embo- what? Embossed. embossed with initials. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't really see your screen. Oh, okay. That's and then neutral good is uses scrap of paper, like a uh, shopping list or receipt as bookmark. Oh, I'm neutral good. <laughs> Chaotic good uses finger as bookmark, never actually puts the book down. Lawful neutral uses random implement I- implement to mark place like a pen or a phone or a fork. True neutral reads on an ebook, bookmarks it digitally. Chaotic neutral, leaves book open, face down, at last page read. That is very dangerous. Lawful evil, dog ears the corner, but then smooths it out when finished. Neutral evil, dog ears corner, cracks spine, highlights favorite passages. Chaotic evil, rips out each page once it's been read. (laughs) I should do that just once. (laughs) I can think of some books I'd like to. What would you do with the pages afterwards, though? Kindling. (laughs) Burn an epitaph to the gods. But is that really a book you would want to read? It'd be worth it. (laughs) (laughs) It could be a uh, vlog series. Read along. Read along as I turn. (laughs) Throw it in the fire. (laughs) I can live stream it. Yeah. All the hate. It had to be a super controversial book. Harry Potter, right? Aren't they still <laughs> doing book burnings for that? Actually, they aren't. There was a book burning in a country for Harry Potter recently. See? So, Yeah. Teaching the muggles how to use the magic. Can't have that. <laughs> have you heard about the drama with the um, Harry Potter tattoo, the um, Death Eater mark? Maybe I don't think so. So it's a super popular tattoo. Sure. And most people get it to uh, signify that they've been through hard times or they've made poor choices in life, but um, they're still human and they can still uh, be a better person if okay. they want to be. Like it's that kind of a symbol. And so a lot of people are trying to compare it to uh, the Swastika. Nazis. Yeah. And anybody getting it is essentially saying that they're pro-Nazi. Um, so it's been a huge debate in the community. Sort of. Uh, that's, Yeah. No, you could totally make that assessment, except it wouldn't be the swastika. What it would actually end up being is the SS. Interesting. Well, think about it. If it's the inner circle and the most trusted, it would be the SS. I guess it's Because the SS was the elevated level within. But at the end of the day, it's a fictional book, and you should be able to get any tattoo out of a fictional book that you want. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I don't think it, it should mean be... whatever you want it to mean without somebody trying to pass real-world judgment on it. I don't think I'm ever going to look at somebody with a death mark and be like, oh, you're a bigot, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think you're a hardcore nerd and we can be friends. Exactly. <laughs> and I also feel like it weakens the stance of the real-life event 
by trying to drop it down to a fictional... I mean, to be fair, Rowling has openly acknowledged that she was taking uh, World War II and Hitler as the inspiration for Baltimore and the whole movement. Fascinating. Yeah, like, I don't... I mean, I'll, I don't know where the article is at the moment, but I'm pretty sure she's come out publicly and acknowledged this, that that's not just uh, readers reading into it. Interesting. But... I mean, it makes sense, because they had all the same points with pure blood and whatnot, but still. Yeah. That's like that. Okay. You have nothing. I have nothing. You brought nothing to the table today. I brought myself. I was prepared. I'm present. I had three articles. And I don't know. You brought me nothing. So I'm not reading anything until the challenge starts on the 21st. Oh, okay. So the most books read for the challenge last year was 105 in between June 21st and September 22nd. Oh, yeah, I think you told me that. But that's like one book a day. Yeah, so I need to beat that. Oh, yeah, you're going to beat that. <laughs> How many books did you read last year? How many books behind are you on your schedule right now? Let's bring up your Goodreads. Where are you at on that? You're going you're gonna to just pull it out your ass and all of a sudden triple your reading? Yeah. For the year, in three months. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a good challenge. I'm always out for a challenge. 38. I'm you're eight, at 38. I'm eight books behind. Eight books behind. I think I read 85 last year. So, but So to put this in perspective, your year goal is 100, and you're going to read 106 in three months. I was actually kind of hoping to read 120. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But but look, I hit my goal in 2017 of 100 books, so I can do it. You can do it. No, I mean, you can do it. And I think I have enough indie fantasy to read. I've been downloading like crazy. Well, that and novella series count. So yeah. That's a huge win. Don't be reading no epics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also why I was thinking about renewing the KU subscriptions, so that way I could just blow through a bunch of novellas. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'm so, down for that. But that's what I'm about. Like, when they posted that, I was like, I could do better than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing like a few bragging rights. Exactly. You're going to end up just reading comic books. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. It has to be from indie authors, though. Mm. And it has to be fantasy. Oh, okay. Our challenge for Acnet Cafe will include sci-fi. But for the indie fantasy addicts group it's only fantasy in the others okay so that works like i said i'm going to uh read all of the dragon chameleon oh yeah yeah i think you're really gonna like that one we were talking about it again today it's it is dark fantasy that's dealing with a lot of complex character development yeah after you told me the themes i was like well shit we're playing in the same arena <laughs> <laughs> i want to read that um so yeah that that's my game plan i don't know if i'll read anything after that <laughs> Were you, you going to join a team? Uh, yeah, I am going to join a team. I don't know which one yet. You need to hurry uh, up and get in there and do it. They're already posting teams. I, I have a few days, right? You need to get in there and do it now. Okay, well. Don't be such a slacker. I, I won't be a slacker. I'll look at teams. I do think that you should do it. I do think that you should join JT Williams's team because the, uh, the other author that he's teaming up with him in the other author, they both kind of write darker epic fantasy type stuff. And okay. so I think you'll like the um, the, the people on the yeah, the yeah. conversation, the people on the team no, that, in there. That sounds like a plan. You know me. I don't Facebook. You Facebook for me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I only have Facebook so that I can do advertising. Like 
The only, and actually I made it super easy um, in Sarah's team because I posted what they had to, uh, the format mm -hmm. for what they need to post so that way they can just go in there, copy the format, and then fill out the uh, blanks. So it makes it super easy to post. And then there's somebody in every team that's counting to keep track. Right. Yeah, because you were, yeah, because one, one winner per team. No. It's not going to be one winner per team. It's really crazy how the prizes okay. are going. There's prizes all over the place. Honestly, I don't care if I win. <laughs> I, but I will do my best for whatever team I end up in. <laughs> wow. Late um. to that one. See, she announced who was on the teams. Somewhere in here. She did. And so, I don't know if you want to pick the smallest team or if you want to pick a team that's going to win. I mean, then you should really have to be on Sarah's team because that's the one that's going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it's going to win. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I should probably pick a team that you're not on. You know, a little, little friendly rivalry. You should pick a team that I'm not on. <laughs> Man, now I can't find that list. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I think there's like eight teams, maybe. And okay. then on top of the team competition stuff, they're still doing individual competition. Oh, okay. And then the individual competition is breaked up broken up by bracket of uh, how many books you read. So like 20 up is mm -hmm. its own bracket and then like 10 to 20 and so on and so forth. Right. So even if you only read two books over the whole summer, you still have a chance of winning prizes. Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, because like a lot of people were super nervous about um, dragging down a team by if they're a slow reader, I'm only reading one book a month, uh -huh. but it's not going to really matter because with the teams, they're adding all the books together for the team and then dividing it by the number of members. Right, which means that the heavy reader is going to be subsidizing. It's like if Bernie Sanders got in charge of reading lists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, so three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And for those listening, that's Indie Fantasy Addicts Facebook group. You should come join and read for the summer. <laughs> This has been Coffee After Dark with Nikolai and Sabitha. Y'all have a great evening. <laughs> <laughs>